JT Miller 2.0, baby, because if there's something Vancouver loves, it's JT Miller. Do the Canucks have the next JT Miller on their roster already? Kyle and I are going to talk about that next. It's Begsy and it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, the sun is shining. The flowers are blooming. It's warm and sunny. And Kyle and I are here on your speakers on Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, part-time writer credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we get into today's show, we want to thank you for listening here on Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's show, we want to talk about Atu Ratu, is he the next JT Miller? We also want to touch on some Abbotsford Canucks that you should be watching uh, in their latest uh, AHL playoff series. But first, I want to introduce my co-host. Nobody in the city loves JT Miller more than he does. Kyle Bowen, how you doing? Yeah, man. I think I was the first one to say it, right? Leave JT alone. Leave JT alone. Leave JT alone. Uh, my name is Kyle Bowen. That's Trevor Beggs, Locked on Canucks. We saved the best for last on the program. The comments, man. The comments. Common corner at the end of the show. We'll get to the people because the people matter. 430 subscribers. Yeah, we did it. We did it, man. I felt like calling my mom today. <laughs> I felt like calling my mom today and just letting her know everything's going to be okay. And she can handle her two weeks. It's it's one of those days, man. It feels really beautiful today. And I think a lot of that has to do with me, you know, writing more. Yeah, I'm writing this book, coming out with this book on May 16th. Go check it out on May 16th. And also because we're talking about JT Miller here, man. And I feel as if I know we're bringing up the Roddy thing. And, you know, the, how do you say this guy's name? Uh, Atu Roddy. I'm saying that uh, right, right? Atu. Atu. Ratty. Ratu. Atu Ratu. No, like Atu Ratu. Atu Yeah, like his Ratu. name basically rhymes. Oh, Atu yeah, Ratu. there we go. Oh, there you go, man. Yeah. There you go, man. Hey, you know, it's the off season for me too. Don't worry. September's coming. I'll be back. I know we're talking about that guy and comparing him to JT Miller, but man, oh man, it just it just feels nice, uh, not just thinking about JT, but just you know, just just realizing that he's going to be around for a while, and I think he's going to be a big part of why October and November are going to be good for the Vancouver Canucks. Am I delusional right now? Some distorted reality, of course. I got to put that out there. What are we going to rely on? What are we going to rely on? Huh? Luke Shen coming back? Exactly. No, definitely man. not that. I mean. I hope you're not delusional because the Canucks need JT Miller to be successful. If they're going to be, if they're going to make any noise next season, they need JT Miller to be the player he was in the second half under Rick Tockett. You know, this team also needs Gallo as a third line center. We talked about it earlier this week. You know, one name that we didn't mention was Atu Ratu. And I think that made sense, right? You know, this guy was drafted in 2021. He's barely 20 years old. And, you know, he was really just getting his feet loaded in the Canucks organization. You know, I mean, this guy had one assist in eight games for the Canucks AHL team in Habitsford. He called his own performance pretty bad. Um, but I think one of the most interesting things and I wanted to talk about today was the comparison that Atu Ratu is statistically similar at the same age to JT Miller. Um, and I bring it up for two reasons today. Uh, first and foremost, Atu Ratu scored a beautiful snipe last night. 
uh, on Calgary Wranglers goaltender Dustin Wolf. It was just an absolute. Uh, it was even above the top of the circle. It was a long, long wrister that went top, top cheddar. Um, again, great goal by Ratu last night. But secondly, you know, a couple weeks back, Thomas Drance, the Athletic, did uh, an article, and I believe Harmon was involved in it too, about high end and low end comparables for each of the top Canucks prospects. And he mentioned that JT Miller is a pretty close comparison for Atu Ratu. So let me just read it here, and I actually updated some of the numbers as well. This is a uh, from Drance uh, at the Athletic. In his draft plus two season, Miller appeared in 42 American League games and produced 23 points for 0.55 points per game. So this is where I break. And Ratu, uh, for the HL this season, had 27 points in 52 games for a 0.52 point per game rate. So at the same age, both players, again, highly drafted, high pedigree, produces a similar rate at the same age. And then this season, you know, similar to Roddy, Miller earned a cup of coffee with the New York Rangers in his draft plus two season, producing two goals and two assists across 24 contests with the Rangers in 2013 or 2012-2013. That's reasonably close match with Roddy's production, two goals and one assist in 15 NHL games. Maybe let me just give me your thoughts, Kyle. You know, I know you love JT Miller. I know you probably think he's a unicorn. No one's like him. But what do you think of the comparison about Atu Ratu and JT Miller? Now, somebody's got to appreciate JT Miller, okay? And again, a lot of this has to do, not just his play, but the uh, the admiration I do have for Justin Timberlake. He did a lot for me when I was growing up, okay? Why are you laughing, what's, bro? Just what's, to, your favorite, what's your favorite JT song? Dude, I'm not going to front. One of, the, one of my favorite songs of all time, and this is coming from the dude, right? 22 songs every Sunday, updated playlist. I've been updating a playlist for 365 consecutive Sundays, 22 and counting. Coming from that dude, one of my favorite songs from Justin Timberlake is a song he did with his band and sync and it's called gone. Do you remember that song? Black and white music video. Just, just that's a great vocal performance. A great story. I don't anywho, actually, I don't anywho, at all. Yeah. Justin Timberlake is a big reason why I'm a big fan of JT Miller. You're asking the guy who's never watched uh Ratu play really, you know, I've seen a couple of the NHL games we played with the Canucks this season. And I did see that wrist shot, you know, it came through, came through the, the offensive zone in the middle, just ripped it. Ripped it. It just seemed like a video game like goal, real talk. But obviously, it would be it would be substantial if a guy like this, the guy they got for Bo Horvat, turned into a player like JT Miller. Is it? Is it? You again? Is it something that happens over time? Of course. And I wonder why it takes a player like JT Miller, and in this case, maybe Ratu, uh, that certain trajectory to get to where they get to in the NHL because it, it feels if, again, you're talking about two players that when they got drafted, they waited a year, they played some games in the NHL, and they were had, what, four points in 25 games, three points in 15 games, but, you know, JT became JT. It's, for some people, it takes a little bit longer. I think with yeah. the Ratu thing, do you think this fan base, or do you think just the NHL in general, I shouldn't just be pointing the finger at the fan base, things are so different now. Things are so different now. I feel as if, and I, I could be wrong on this for sure, but you you got to make it in like the first three or four years, especially if you're, you're a top 60 pick or else you get moved around a lot. And when you start getting moved around a lot, it's, it's different. It's tough out here. Yeah. That's interesting that you said the first three to four years. I think that's the ideal scenario. And I think that's where a lot of the top prospects are making a difference, right? Because as we're seeing with some of the aging curves in terms of successful NHLers, 
uh, sorry, a little itch there for the uh, YouTube viewers, for the uh, for NHLers that um, sorry for aging curves. You know, a lot of NHLers are peaking around the age of 22. Hmm. So, but again, not everyone's linear. Um, Look I at us. Like Look at us. Look at us, man. Exactly, man. We haven't us, even peaked us, yet. We haven't even peaked us, yet. It took us 30 years to get unlocked on Canucks. <laughs> when I met you 12 years ago, I, I didn't. I thought it was going to happen tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But it took us 12 years. The curve's different for a lot of people. Continue, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just think of someone again, like Vasily Pod Colson. Um, hmm. You know, he, what is he? Three years past, or I guess he'll be in his draft plus four season this season, I believe. So maybe even draft plus five. I mean, yeah, that guy was drafted in 2019. Four seasons have gone by since then. Whoa. So I mean, yeah, and we're not calling. We're not saying Carlson's a bust, even though it's taken him four years to, you know, maybe Whoa. be an NHLer. So and I, even like there's a guy like Lawson Kraus who, you know, really mm-hmm. peaked and hit his uh, potential like as a 24 year old. So. I think ideally you want these guys to peak early, but everyone's trajectory is different. And look at Ratu. Ratu is the perfect example. This guy was projected to be a number one overall pick in the NHL draft at the age of 15. And what happens? Damn. It was stock slides. He gets drafted like 52nd overall by the New York Islanders. But again, this guy's got lots of potential. I, one thing that I found I find interesting about the comparison between him and JT, though, is that both guys are almost like too intense for their own good. I mean, Canucks fans get that with JT Miller. The guy's yelling at teammates. He's often making scenes, you know, like he's an intense guy. But Ratu, and this was brought up in a few interviews, um, he talked about losing his love for hockey. And one of his coaches or mentors mentioned that he was just too intense and too hard on himself. Like he worked too Mm -hmm. hard in practice as a teenager. And I think he was dealing with the expectations of potentially being a number one overall pick as well. And it got to the point where he loved the game so much that he ended up just not loving it anymore because you know there's too much pressure with it he was too hard on himself so mm-hmm. i feel i see that similarity between jt and, and ratu quite a bit um but yeah we'll see obviously jt miller is a pretty high-end comparable and it'd be great for canuck fans who worked out even if this guy's like a high-end third line center that'd be great for the canucks to be honest oh, let's with not you. put that out there let's put him as the next jt miller uh yeah man i feel as if uh we we can do that to ourselves just as human beings, you know, put so much pressure on ourselves that we forget that we're at our best in most cases, whether you're playing hockey or not, just in your fields when you're more fluid, having more fun, playing, uh, kind of just being in the moment because it's not like you can play when you're a doctor. You get what I'm saying? You just got to be in the moment. Focus on the day. Focus focus on the task. Focus on the hours in front of you and not uh, the grand scheme of things. And it, it could be a lot for a kid, you know, being touted to be the number one guy and it getting to a point where the pressure, the future, it, you know, got him, got him thinking sour about the game and being sour about the game when you're supposed to be playing the game is yeah. A recipe for disaster. And in this case recipe for, you know, falling down the draft rankings and already getting traded. It's just, yeah. For this guy, you know, I mean, how are we going to get a big answer on what this guy is next season? Because don't, don't you get your answer in the NHL? And where, where's the room for this guy to play in the NHL? And he, could he be that third-line guy in the center, center position? You know, is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't I don't think he's going to pan out of, you know what I'm saying? As a center, right? We're, we're, if he's playing next season, it's in the AHL. So do we get a, a real answer next season? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I would I would tend to agree with you. The way I see it, and it, it, again, it makes me wonder if the Canucks really should just go bargain bin shopping 
for that third line center and maybe not lock up someone, you know, to a massive deal unless they truly believe they're the guy. Because I think Atu Ratu, if he follows the curve, you know, to his potential, I, I guess for lack of a better term, he stays in the AHL next season, rips it up, gets comfortable with the North American game, gets comfortable with the Canucks system. Maybe he's a call-up option next year if there's injuries. But I see him really becoming a full-time NHLer uh, next season. Um, sorry, not next season, the following season in 2024-25. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, that's that's kind of where I see it for Ratty. And, you know, again, people forget it took Miller a little while, too, to become a, a full-time NHLer. So, JT Miller, uh, man. Yeah, got, yeah exactly. Got to be. It, it took be, him a while to be the next JT. It's Justin Timberlake and then it's JT Miller, the, the, the greatest JTs of all time. That's just the that's just the truth, man. That's just the truth, dude. Just it's the truth, Justin man. Justin Timberlake and Jim, Jimothy Timothy. Yo, if Ratu can really go a long way if he stays in Vancouver and he lives in Rick Tockett's basement. <laughs> no, no, seriously, man. Get yeah. it in. Get those reps in. Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of wanted to. Sorry, I was pulling up JT Miller's stats, and then maybe we should we should cut to break, but. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah Ratu and Tockett's basement. Yeah, he's going to be doing like 20 chips a day, man. Love it. Um, <laughs> looking at uh, JT Miller kind of over the next couple of seasons, you know, again, they, they profiled very similarly for their age 20 seasons uh, this season. So JT Miller, the next year, he only played 30 NHL games, had six points, so it wasn't that impactful, but had 43 points in 41 AHL games. Took a big step at the AHL level. So what I'm talking about next season, I, I, I would like to see Ratty, uh, Ratu, sorry, just tear it up at the AHL. In the following season, 2014-15, uh, JT Miller did play 18 NHL games, nearly porn a game, but that's really when he broke through as an NHLer. 23 points in 58 games, and then he had 8 points in 19 playoff games with the Rangers that season. So it's a, it's a very interesting trajectory, and I'll oh, be yeah. uh, definitely well, I'll be following Rock too closely. Let's see if he can become the next JT Miller. High praise, but hey, let's, uh, let's dream, buddy. Let's dream, let's dream. Let's cut the break. Uh, again, you're listening to Locked On. Canucks, Begsy, who, who do we got here? Who, who, who's our friend today? Yeah, well, well, first and foremost, we will touch on five Abyssal Canucks that I'm keeping an, uh, the closest eye on in the uh, AHL playoffs right now. They did play a game last night. But speaking of our sponsors, shout out to our sponsors. You know, the weather's warming up. It's time to get the beach bod out, you know. Flex bowing, flexing away for the ladies. Oh my God! He might rip his shirt. No, not, not, for the, not, for, not for the ladies. Come on, man. What are you trying to do? Oh here? yeah, right. Come he's, on, man. he's a taken man. Sorry. Come on, yeah, bro. My That's... apologies to Kyle's girl. I'm, I'm just he's, flexing. He's just, for he's the... just eye candy. He's just eye candy. Inspiration, dude. Inspiration. <laughs> Gotta be a like a Hindu like me, for real, dude. Oh man. <laughs> so you know, if you're working on your beach bod and you know you want to eat some treats that actually taste healthy, you gotta try Built Bar. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise that taste, then man, I got just the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, Built Bars are so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. So what makes Built Bars so good, Kyle? You know what makes them so good? Uh, they don't get stuck in your teeth. Oh, yeah, they don't get stuck in your teeth. And they're also covered in 100% real chocolate. They also <laughs> come in unbelievably good flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can order your favorite flavor of Built Bars today at Built.com. 
Wow, wow, wow. Get that beach body ready. Just to stay fit, man. Whatever that means to you. Health is wealth, yo. Take care of the body. Take care of the mind. Take care of yourself, man. I was thinking about this the other day, again, writing that book and just jotting things down. You know how people say that thing about their, their phone usage? And, you know, they'll, they'll have like five or six or seven hours on their phone. And they'll say things like, oh, I don't even know what I was looking at. I don't even know what I was looking at. And I feel as if over time, it's like, okay to say that now. It's cool. Like, whatever. It just happens, right? It's your addiction, whatever. It's your habits. You're always on your phone. That's such a big part of your day. I don't even know what I was staring at. Yo, nonsense should never be recreational. It, it, society is just in a weird spot. And I feel as if we just got to, if like you, you hear a homie saying that, you got to check him. You know, you know how you check your friend if he was, I don't know, drinking too much or, you know, staying, you know, just in a, in a weird, you got to check them. Every time they, they say something like, yeah, I don't even know what I was looking at, looking at on my phone. I, I, I was just sitting there for an hour. Dude, go over to their house and just hit them with a one, two, whatever that means. Okay. Trevor's about to hit us with the one, two, three, four, five and the AHL and the Abbotsford Canucks talking about all this. I, I could do it. I could do it in an alternate. You do it? No, no, no. In an oh. alternate universe, in an alternate universe. <laughs> Trevor can, can you name can you name five players playing on the Abster Canucks right of now? Course, you might even Jack, be able to name Jack my list. Rathbone, Niels Huglander. Um okay, let's go right here. Spencer Martin. Yeah, boom, bam. Yeah. Atu Ratu. Boom, bam. Mm-hmm. And then we got that's, uh that's four. That's I want I want, I want, I want to like say another name that's like actually an AHL player, you know, but I'm what what's his name? Like is his name like Max Sesson Sesson? Okay. Yeah, there, there you go. Max, oh, round of Max. applause. Yeah, Max Sasson. Sasson. Uh-huh. I, I think it's Sasson. No, no. Let's say Sasson. Sasson. Max Sasson. Sorry. Uh, okay. I think go. he's uh, he's tied for the team leading goals right now through three playoff games, but he did oh, not oh, make oh. Uh, my top five of Abbotsford Canucks. I'm most interested in, in watching. I'm not going to spend too much time on number one for me. It is Atu Ratu. I just. I'm intrigued by what this guy's potential is, you know, and we've mm-hmm. only really gotten a taste of him at the AHL level and it's been up and down, but this is a highly tender prospect. This is a guy that profiles as an NHLer for a long time. We just don't know how good of an NHLer. So I got a close eye on Atu Ratu. And of course, Nils Hoaglander is, is up there on my list. He's number two. You know, Nils Hoaglander requires waivers next season. I think uh, that's, Dude, that's worth putting out there. People forget about that. Uh, he's going to play for the Canucks next season, or he's going to get traded. He's he's not going to be in the AHL again. So, uh, again, he's he looked really good in the first two games um, against, oh, my God, I already forgot their opponent, the Bakersfield Condors. So, really keep my eye on him, man. And I'll be thinking more in the offseason about where he fits on that Canuck roster. And you know we're going to get into it on Lockdown Canucks. Oh, wow. Look at that little punching right there, dude. Yo, you ha- honestly, bro, you'd be, you'd be like an average amateur wrestler when it, you know, like getting, you know, like one of those uh, wrestlers in the amateur pro ranks, and you'd be in the middle of the pack because, like, the way you cut promos is just it's right there, man. Like six, seven out of ten, it's good, man. It's good because like you, you only been doing this for a couple months, but you just went in there, man. Listening to Locked On Canucks, Pegsy. Ah, man. you know, there's 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 too much it. there's too much vanilla in the podcast. Oh, whoa, world, whoa, you know. why you gotta why you gotta just go straight? For people? Come on, man. The sun is shining, bro. Guys I'm, took just, out I'm the just saying, night. you know. This is this is entertainment at the end of the day. So if oh, if you don't find us entertaining, then we're doing something wrong. We're doing something course, wrong, Kyle. Oh, we gotta dude. be entertaining. We've got to dance a little bit for the audio dude, there's, listeners. There's not there's nothing more entertaining <laughs> for the than, audio, than this, the video. Man. My God, there's nothing more entertaining than it being late April. Late April. There's nothing more entertaining in Vancouver than late April and talking about the Abbotsford Canucks. Nothing. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do anything else right now. I wouldn't want to talk about anything else. Oh, it'd be cool if there's uh, game six, game six, Canucks, Canucks, Kings, uh, Canucks, Canucks Knights, game six. That'd be cool too. But I'd much rather be talking about the AHL Canucks. Continue, man. Uh, and that's because we love Abbotsford. Shout out Lou's Grill. Shout out Restaurant Sixty Two. Shout out to that flower place I went to. I forget the name of it, but it's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout out to number three on my list, Jack Rathbone. Uh, again, I'm I'm thinking this guy is probably a trade ship for the Canucks. Mm. Um, but he's looked pretty good through three games, and I, I want to see if he can keep it up. He's got two goals in three games so far, and it, it was a weirdly underwhelming season for him, but I blame that on the Canucks more so for kind of wrecking his development. But again, yeah, Rathbone bro. intrigues That's me, man. He's a guy I got my eye on. That's going to stop, bro. Like, I feel as if that, I can't, like, when you know how the organization's taking all the accountability, I'm going to put it out there, man. You know, it starts now, and all the accountability is going to be thrown on the players. For mm-hmm. real. Hey Jack, man, you couldn't you couldn't play games for a Canucks team that had who, who was playing back there? Guillaume Brisebois played more games than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. But you know, they, he, they he basically he stayed with he stayed with the team at the beginning of the season. They left him in the press box to rot. Played him like one or two games and put it back in the minors after two months. Like, dude, or to learn. That's ridiculous. Or to learn, bro. If I was Jack, I would have asked Quinn Hughes to go get dinner every day. You know, that's fair, man. Yeah, fair you know fair point, man. Fair point. Oh, that's yeah, all good. You know, yeah. you know who really matters, though, Kyle? Really? Who really matters is number four on the list. OK. And every day is no. We've been pumping this guy's tires. He's the pride of theory. Our Steve Baines, oh, yeah. baby. Our Steve Baines. Yeah. He he's got to make this list, man. Show he should have been theory. number one. He should have been number one. We should have spent yeah. 10 minutes talking about our Steve Baines, man. We lead him with love. We from Surrey. Shout out to our Steve Baines. Shout I'm, I'm trying to hide my bias, but he is, he was he is on my Scott favorite Road. for sure. I think he was on Scott Road uh, during Visaki last week in Surrey, man. Our Steve Baines, man, he's going to change the city, bro. He's going to change the city. You know, city pretty infamous. It's about to be famous. Mark my words. That's beautiful, buddy. That's beautiful. Uh, and number five on my list, I'm not just choosing him because he has the best name on the on the team, but it's Jet Wu. You know, the guy has really stepped up over the past month or two for the absolute Canucks, playing in bigger roles, getting some power play time. He's been playing with Jack Rath, ironically enough, for a good chunk of that. So I just want to see if this guy can actually be an NHLer. And, you know, what better place to prove yourself than the AHL playoffs, buddy? 100%, man. Yo, a couple months ago, I feel like last year it was, it was Jet Boo. It was Jet Boo. <laughs> and, now, and now it's kind of it's back to Jet Boo. That was Wu, a dad-level joke. Which is, which is cool. Hey Trevor, man. Okay, on that note, we're about to cut to break. I gotta say, you, I apologize for not, not putting out any of the swear words over the last couple of couple of episodes. Okay, I, I could, I could put the blame on, you know, excuses. But at the end of the day, I'm just not doing my job, and I'm not thinking about the children. So for that, I'm gonna take full accountability. Kyle Bowen's my name. K Y L E B H A W A N. A space between the E and the B. Uh, you can. Uh, you can send a, a letter to that person, okay? Trevor Beggs had nothing to do with that. Not at all. It was Kyle Bowen. All I'm yeah, saying is, no, if, I, if Steve Dangle can swear, if Steve Dangle can swear on his podcast from the you know on the West Coast, we gotta we gotta drop it once or twice too, okay? But anyways, are you listening anyway. out there? If you if you got kids in the car and you had to endure Kyle swearing, you know I'm as angry as you because my daughter listens to the show, Kyle. She's two years old, okay? She's two years old. Now she's running around the house saying. Oh that's all your help. She's running around saying, Fuck. I'm going to say Fuck, just oh like that. Oh, my God, man. My... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, all right. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. 
Every part needs to fit right, okay? It's always better when it fits right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head on over to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, guarantee it's going to fit, okay? You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your right info to the garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Or your money back. Just wow. say, yo, this is not working out. Give me my money right now. And if they don't give your money back money? in a week, you can, yeah, you can say that. Where's my money? All right? Okay, because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122, holy, 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. I'm not going to say let's ride. We're not going to do that right here. We're not going to say that, man. All right? Can't do it. Russell Wilson. Me and Russell Wilson, you can say it. Can you say it? Let's ride. There you go. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Boom. Let's get back to the show. Okay, you're back on Locked on Canucks. Trevor Beggs. Kyle Bowen, comment corner. It's the best time of the show. Okay, the people are are everything to us. Again, four hundred and thirty subscribers. You know, Trevor. Twelve years ago, twelve years ago, we met, and uh, it's crazy, man. Crazy comment corner. All right, why didn't the Canucks play him in Game Four? Vipers Web, one of the best commenters on the program. If Schneider starts game four against Boston in 2011, am I living in a mansion? Probably. Am I married with two kids? 100%. 100%. A, a big reason why my life slowed down from 18 to 23. Some some may argue a girl was dragging me down. No. No. No way. No way. I always planned on being a Stanley Cup champion. I always did. That was a goal. Goal in my life. I wanted to do it before 18. Had the chance to do it at 18. And... It was close. It was close, but then the next thing I know, buildings were burning, and I'm lost, and I was lost for five years. So I got I got off to a late start in my adulthood because of the Canucks. So, yeah, uh, game four, Schneider starts. Uh, are you a Stanley Cup champion, Trevor? Yeah, I, <laughs> I that okay. I look back at the box score of that game, and Thomas had like a forty save shutout. So I mean, you know, does that change? No, probably not. Like to depending on who's in that, but maybe Schneider gives them more confidence. I don't know. I will say though, I bet you that Elaine Vigneault regrets not starting Schneider in game four because Longo let in four goals on 20 shots, shout out 420. It was not a sharp performance after letting in, you know, eight the game before. And uh, yeah, I, I would say that Elaine Vigneault regrets not putting Schneider in the game four because he eventually went in and stopped all nine shots he faced. So, but the game was over so, by then. So wait, Luongo led in all eight goals in that game three loss or whatever? It was all Luongo? I believe. Okay, let's. I, I have it in front of me right now. Drum roll, right. please. Yeah, he did. Uh, that's how oh. I remembered it. And that's correct. He led in all eight goals. Oh, my game, God. Let's game. move on, okay? Three. Murray Reed. Unbelievable. Luong <laughs> okay, Murray Reed. Hi, guys. Love your streams. I have an idea. What the Canucks need is someone like Matthew Kachuk. Sorry, my spelling is not great. Your guys' thoughts on it. What, what are you trying to do here, Murray? We could have had him, but we got only no Levy. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, when the, bro. That's when the, the UO Levy breaks, shout out Led Zeppelin. Oh, man. UO Levy. Come on, man. No Levy. Yeah. Matthew no Kachuk, man. No chance. Oh, man. It's, Dude, can't move it's on, too bro. bad. 
you know, I, I was thinking too, like when, you know, if, if you didn't hear it, go back to yesterday's episode. We had fun about, you know, what if the Canucks never traded Corey Schneider? And I basically had nothing changing past like the 2015 season because the roster was going downhill. Jimmy still gets hired. And I think, you know, even if they're slightly better in 2016 because of Schneider's net mining, you know, they end up drafting 11th and 12th. They're still taking Yo Levy because no one else is taking him because Jim Benning fell in love with that guy, the World Juniors. And didn't matter how good Matthew Kachuk was, they already had Jake for Cannon, so things didn't matter. <laughs> oh, oh man, what God. a what a world! Shout out, no shout out to Jim Betting, man. No Jim Betting. Uh, all the best to you and your family. I hope you never step foot near the Canucks again. Jim Betting ruined lives. It's okay to say, <laughs> no, it's okay to say that, man. It's okay to say that, man. Bro, I spent my I spent the most of my twenties never going to the bar to watch a Canuck game with my homies. Is it because I'm pessimistic and take life too seriously? No, it's because the Canucks sucked. And I'm turning 30, bro. Whose fault is that? Locked on Canucks. Trevor Bags, Kyle Bound. Tim Benning's fault for sure. Fun times. Uh, we love the people. Shout out to wa- shout out to the people watching, subscribing. Even if you're not watching, we're sending love your way. What what else are we gonna yeah. do? We're only here once, man. We gotta lead with love. And Begsy and I from Surrey. That's what we were taught. That's what they taught in every single Surrey school, all right? Lead with love. The golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Lead with love. Shout out to to Surrey. Shout out to Archie Baines. And shout out for you for tuning in to this episode of Locked Dog Canucks, your team every day. Shout out to the everydayers. And if this is your first time listening, like Kyle said, we love you because we lead with love here on Locked Odd Canucks. You know, player reviews, they're coming up, okay? They're coming up. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the next episode, but they're coming up here on Locked On Canucks. But for now, I'm Trevor Beggs, that guy, the legend, Kyle Bowen. And we thank you for tuning in to this episode of Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.